Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hawks get a dub on MLK Day, and we'll talk about how the Spurs almost made history. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go! Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And first of all, happy Martin Luther King Day. I hope that you enjoyed your day. I hope you were productive. I hope that... uh, you got done everything that you needed to get done and that it was a day of service and you spent some time educating yourself on the man that is Dr. Martin Luther King. A day that we um, just set some time aside and um, just acknowledge the, the the life that this man lived and his legacy. And uh, it, it's something different in the city of Atlanta. I always say that it's always something different in the city of Atlanta. So. Um, shout out to Dr. King, his, his family, his legacy, and all of those who, um, are doing what they can to keep the legacy alive, right? So that's what that is. And as always, the Atlanta Hawks have a game on MLK day, which makes sense. You know, the Hawks and, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies always play on, um, today and today the Atlanta Hawks took out the San Antonio Spurs 109 to 99 in a game that was a tale of two halves <laughs> a tale of two halves and I promise you I'm not gonna I'm not gonna crap on the Hawks for giving up a 35 point lead and only winning by five I'm not gonna do that not gonna do that um, we are, however, going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about just kind of the the surrounding because tonight was just a little bit different. I just want to kind of paint that picture a little bit. So 
if I go a little bit off the, the traditional basketball landscape, just kind of embellish with me, right? Kind of bear with me uh, because tonight was kind of special. It was special for many reasons, and I kind of want to give you a bird's eye view into all of that. Uh, Hawks get the dub, nevertheless, though, 109, one, one, I'm sorry, 109 to 99, uh, moving them to 16 and 23, and the Spurs fall to 7 and 32 on the season. Um, before we get started, if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Edub. However you joined us, hey, I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I know this season hasn't been uh, what it has, uh, what most people have wanted it to be, but nevertheless, uh, folks still support the podcast, and I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that from the bottom. So tonight, uh, the annual MLK uh, game, there was a lot of, um, I won't say pomp and circumstance, but I will say this, man. The Hawks do a great job of understanding the moment. They do a great job of understanding the moment, right? And so um, they had Clark, uh, their their gospel choir helped with the, the, uh, the intros, and it was just... Everything was just surrounded by like, you know, history and it, it was just a really dope moment, really dope moment. Uh, a dope moment for me was uh, Dr. Tommy Smith. Many people know Tommy Smith from um, the Olympics and him and uh, Juan Carlos uh, with the black gloves in the air. So um, it was just dope to have Tommy Smith in the building tonight, honoring him, giving him some love and. Uh, showing some love to him. So that was kind of cool for me to just witness that and just seeing him get some love, man. So that was kind of dope. Halftime. Halftime was super dope because Killer Mike performed. And I told y'all last time, like, listen, I'm a Killer Mike guy. Like that album is just, his latest album is just, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. It should be hands down the album of the year. Uh, we'll see how the voters feel about that. But Killer Mike... Um, performed halftime and got a chance to get up close and personal to watch the performance. And afterwards, he spoke with the media. And if you guys know Killer Mike, man, he's all about the city of Atlanta, all about the city of Atlanta, all about improving, building. He's all about the politics. He's all about, you know, just he just loves this city and um, was able to talk with him, able to get a picture with him. And it's just Killer Mike, man, he he is just inspiring. He is inspiring. So, shout out to Killer Mike. Shout out to uh, the choir. Shout out to uh, Dr. John Carlos, and shout out to for, for the Hawks for putting on a great MLK day. So, let's get to the game. Let's get to the game. I I, I told you this was going to be a, a tale of two halves, and I'm going to kind of breeze through the game because I have some audio that I think is rather valuable after the game. And, uh, just some thoughts. Uh, after the game, we spoke with uh, Coach. We talked to Trey. We talked with Jalen. So I got some audio that I want to play. So I'm going to kind of breeze through the game. If you saw the game, and I'm sure you did, because, you know, most Hawks fans that listen to the podcast watch the games, right? A tale of two halves, you know, um, coming out, I was just like, yo, I don't know if the Hawks look more focused or if the Spurs are just not a good team. <laughs> and I've come to the conclusion 
I've come to the conclusion that maybe it's just a little bit of both. <laughs> maybe it's a little bit of both. The Hawks did seem a little bit more focused. But San Antonio, there's a reason why they've only won seven games. There's a reason why they've only won seven games. And in that first half, it was evident. It was evident. Uh, Hawks get out to 9-0 start to begin the game. And uh, Trey Young was just kind of, he was really aggressive. Um I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I'm like, yo, man, of course Trey's going to get up for this game. You know, this is a, a nationally televised game. You know, uh, Jamal Crawford's calling the game, Reggie Miller. Um, so, you know, Trey's going to come to play, you know. Um, and that's exactly what he did. Exactly what he did. First quarter, 10 points, four assists. He just was really moving. Um, Jalen Johnson had five assists in that first quarter, too, man. So I, I thought they were just moving the ball well. Like everything was just rolling really smoothly. Um, as far as the Spurs were concerned, I thought they were getting good shots. I thought they were getting the shots that they wanted, to be completely honest with you. They were just missing. Like they were just missing. Like this is just like. I don't know, bro, like, Big Vic, man, they're going to have to give him some help. <laughs> and listen, like, going into halftime, well, before halftime, let me say, there was a point in the second quarter, I think second quarter with maybe seven and a half minutes left. There was a point in the game where Trey Young had 18 points and the Spurs had 17 points. Like, it, it was like that, like, Almost halfway into the second quarter. This team was not scoring at all. I'll be interested to see what the offensive rating was, but I know it was not good. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
So they go into halftime with a 35-point lead. 35 points. And what did I tell you all last, the last two podcasts? I said, you know what? I'd rather this team play from behind <laughs> than from in front. Nothing good ever happens when they come out and play with the lead. And so the second half comes, and I missed a, a good amount of that third quarter because I was in the Killer Mike interview. Um, but as it turns out, Spurs jump out 10-0 lead. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, here we go with this third quarter stuff, you know. I, I can't explain it. I cannot explain what happens to this team in the second half and more specifically in the third quarter. I just cannot explain it. Um, Quinn spoke after the game and he spoke to something about just them having a lack of focus. And I'm going to play that for I'm going to play that sound for you in just a moment, like in a little bit. But that's what he said. A lack of focus. But here's the thing. They come out the second half and Pop starts his, he pulls the starters. He starts his bench guys, you know, and they start getting it going. And now it's like you got a whole like different feel, right? So the Hawks are like, oh man, we up by 35. We could take the foot out the gas. And when you take the foot out the gas, that's never, that's never a good thing. They take the foot out the gas. And the Hawks kind of settle into, like, you know, a little bit in the third quarter. They're still able to keep some semblance of the lead. But when you look up, when the third quarter is over, the Spurs have outscored the Hawks 33-18. to And so they've dug in 15 points in that lead. So now you're only up by 20. So you're up by 20 going into the fourth quarter. You're still feeling good about yourself, right? You're still feeling good about yourself. You're up by 20 going into the fourth quarter with the Spurs. Nah. <laughs> then Victor Wimbanyama happens. Big Vic is what I call him. Pause. Big Vic, he just starts. He puts in 18 points in the fourth quarter. 18 points, 8 of 10 shooting, knocks down a three. Has two block shots. I mean, he was just... Showing why he was the number one pick. And it was just like, wow, this dude is going crazy. He was going crazy, man. And it was, it was, I'm going to be honest with you. It was fun to watch. Like, you guys know me. I'm always pulling for the Hawks. Pulling for the Hawks. Pulling for the Hawks. Willing to win. It's good for business, right? But, man, Big Vic was just, oh, my goodness. Like, they were, like, finally, sh like, using him the proper way. Like, you know what I'm saying? And um, he was special that second half, guys. Like, there's no other way to put it. He was special that second half. And if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for probably the exploits of uh, Dalen Johnson, Clint Capella had a couple uh, defensive uh Defensive players that I thought were kind of big down the stretch to kind of separate them. This thing could have got really ugly. Like it could have got really ugly. Jalen Johnson was going at Big Vic and he was just like showing like he was poking the bear. And he was showing him like, yo, I'm not scared. You know what I mean? Now, granted, 
Big Vic was out here eating. <laughs> like he was out here eating, eating. But like Jalen was like scared. There was one point he he got an and one on Vic, and he's just screaming at him, right? Like like Jalen's just screaming at him because like he's like, yo, I don't want to lose. You know what I mean? And my guy Rashad as uh, Jalen about the play after the game, and Jalen was like. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> but, hey, shout out to my guy Rashad because he had another quest and locked and loaded for him. But uh, I, I thought Jalen played really good down the stretch in that second half and nobody else did. Um, it, it, it was just – and it wasn't just so much his scoring. I just thought that he did a lot of Swiss Army knife type stuff, you know. The Hawks got outscored 65-40 to 40 in that second half, 65-40. to 40. And it was just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how you just have these lapses, you know. Um, I thought Trey Young probably said it best. Like, somebody asked him, like, you know, like, why do y'all keep doing that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like why y'all keep doing that? And Trey was like, I don't know if I knew, then we would stop doing it. I don't know, buddy. I kind of believe you, but I kind of don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, y'all just... And Quinn, I think Quinn had said something about the focus of the team. Like, yo, like, why are we not focused? Like, you don't got beat by two lackluster teams. Lackluster teams. And I don't know. At some point, you just got to stand up. I asked Jalen Johnson a question tonight about, like, the leadership aspect of this team. I said, when things are going wrong, who is that voice in the locker room? I'm going to play that sound for you in just a moment. And I, I want you to hear his answer because I think it's very telling. So um, at the end of the day, Hawks did what they had to do to get the dub, right? They get they do what they got to do to get the dub. But like San Antonio almost like turned that arena around. The atmosphere tonight was it was crazy, crazy. Like it was crazy, crazy. Victor Wambanyama, he has a lot of fans out here. I mean, he's a likable kid. He really is a likable kid, man. He's young. He's seven foot four. He can dribble. Like it, it, it is really like he's a fun kid to watch. Um, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a ball player, man. He's gonna be a ball player. Let me do this. Let me get some of that sound. I want to play some sound for you guys after tonight's game. And then um, we'll, we'll talk about what they said and exactly what that means. So I'm going to take you behind the coach speak. And uh, we're going to analyze exactly what these guys had to say after tonight's game. Coach, when you look at that second half, you know you mentioned focus. Is that just a primary thing or is there several other things? You're... No, I think that, you know, th there were some things that happened in the game, you know, the way that you knew the Spurs, um, they play hard. Um, you know, they're connected. And you knew we had a great first half. It's just, you know, we played really, really well. And they missed some shots, and the score reflected that. Um, but at the beginning of the third quarter, they raised their level. And, you know, you have to anticipate that that's going to happen. It, and it's not so much about it. It's going to happen is how do we react to it. And sometimes even if you react well, you know, a team's, you know, is, is on a level competitively and has that urgency because they're behind. Um, so I, I thought, you know, they started picking up. Um, we got a little stagnant. We weren't moving. 
and what that usually means is, is we're not as connected as we need to be on offense with, you know, everybody helping each other. And that's really the key for me. A few things. Did you hear how many times he said the word connected? Connected. Do you remember who used to say connected? Nate McMillan, the coach from last year, used to say connected all the time. So between last year and this year, you're hearing the same verbiage from the coach. Now, do I blame the coach or do I blame the players? I blame both. (laughs) I blame both because you know what that tells me? That tells me right now you are a one-trick pony. Like you can get up and you can get a lead, but these teams are making adjustments in the halftime. They're making adjustments. They're increasing their level of intensity. And how are you responding? You're not. You're not responding. It's like you have no second move. You have no like you have no no counter move. All you have is, hey, we're going to get out to a good start. But if this team starts to play hard and they increase their defense, what are we going to do? Are you going to increase your defense? Are you going to step up? Are you going to do something different schematically? What are you going to do? And they haven't been able to do anything. Anything against the Spurs, against the Pacers, against the Wizards, against the Sixers. All of these games, second half, you are playing like boo-boo because you have no counter move. And a lot of it, like he says, he says a lot of it is focus. I believe that. Why can't you focus? I think there's a number of reasons why you can't focus. One of them is I think the chemistry is off, like I've been saying. Also, I think that um, all of the rumors and all the things that's been going on with this team, I think it's a distraction to quite, to be honest with you. So when guys don't really rock with each other, like I, like I suppose is now it's in, that's just a guess. I could be wrong. But when you have that and when you have all of these rumors about people about to be traded and this, that, and the other, they don't know who's going to be here. Guys don't know who's going to get paid. Sadiq Bay don't know if he's going to get paid. Like, DeJounte Murray don't know if he's going to be here. Trey's wondering who's going to be here. We have all that stuff. It comes out. It, it makes it tough to focus. And I think when you need to focus most is when teams are making a run, when teams are coming back at you. You need to dig together and, 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 and lean on your teammates. And I think they got a problem leaning on each other. Because he also said, uh, he also made mention about help defense. The lack thereof of help defense, you know. And um, I think that's an issue. I asked Jalen Johnson a question about leadership voices on the team. And, and his answer is very telling. So I'm going to play the sound and then I'm going to give my response after you guys hear that. So this is Jalen Johnson responding to my question about um, leadership and voices in the locker room. Just Jalen, when things are getting kind of tough out there on the court, who are those those voices of leadership amongst the team that say, hey, everything's going to be okay? Like, who are those voices on the team? I think we all say something to each other. Um, it's not just like one really vocal, vocal guy, but um, I think, you know, with how we interact with each other, I think um, we just tell each other, like, let's go, let's pick it up. Um, and then coach, um, he, he emphasizes. 
does it as well. So, um, and actually, actually Wesley, uh, <laughs> Wes, Wes is really good at that. Um, just kind of being that OG veteran guy. Um, you know, he, you know, he's in the huddles talking to us, kind of letting us know, let's, let, let's pick it up, let's pick it up. So, um, yeah, Wes, but a lot of us, you know, we still have that uh, interaction amongst each other. So my thoughts about that is this, and I may be reading too much into this. The fact that he was like, yeah, there's not really a guy. We all kind of do it. And then he was like, nah, it's Wesley. To me, that can be a sign that there's no clear guy to say, hey, when things aren't going well, it's going to be okay. Like, it's cool to have Wesley be that voice. Like, it's cool. But Wesley don't be out there on the court. Wesley don't be Wesley plays maybe seven, eight minutes a game. He's not on the court, man. So like while it is good that one of your OGs is, you know, a, a leadership voice, the fact that there's no dominant guy that's maybe like a starter. And listen, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. This is not me giving a shot at Trey. It's not. I'm saying that it would be nice to have like a guy you know what i mean like a guy that is maybe a starter a rotational player that can be out there on the court so before you get to a timeout you know what i'm saying when the team goes on a run you know cuddle them up like they're doing college. hey man let, let, let's just relax everything's gonna be cool i don't think the hawks have that and i think it shows that they don't have that i don't think they have it and i think it shows so Make of that what you will. Make of that what you will. So, you know, um, yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts. Overall takeaways from tonight. Um, we didn't have a lot of fan feedback, so we're going to skip that area. Um, let me check this one quick. And again, if you are on social media, I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but make sure you're following us on all of your social media platforms. However you get down with the get down, however you social with the socials. Uh, <laughs> make sure you give us a follow and a like and all that jazz. We're on all of them, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, however you, um, get down with that. We would appreciate you if you, um, tap in with us. So, um, let's see, da, 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 da. let me scour the, yeah, not much fan feedback tonight, probably cause football was on and, uh, tonight was just a lot emotionally, <laughs> It was a lot emotionally. But a takeaway is this. You can crap on the loss and say, oh, and then was blew a 35-point lead. You can. But all losses are not, all wins are not created equal. You got the dub. Take the dub and move on. Take the win and move on. Trey Young, 36 points, 13 assists tonight. A really good night for him, I thought. Really had it going. And uh, Trey actually reached a milestone. His first player to... Um, let me see if I can find because I don't want to do it wrong. I think I, I'm not sure it's just 10,000 points, but um, let me find it first because I don't want to misspeak. Aha, here we go. All right, Trey Young. This is uh, courtesy of Hawks PR. Trey Young has uh, scored his 10,000th career point with the free throw at uh, a free throw that he made in the third quarter, and at 25 years old, 118 days. Young becomes the 10th youngest player in NBA history to 10,000 points, passing Bob McAdoo. 
25 years, 137 days. So shout out to Trey and uh, on that accomplishment, 10,000 career points. Uh, salute on that milestone. It says that Trey Young is also the second youngest player in NBA history to reach 10,000 points, 1,000 re- 1,000, I was about to say 1,000 rebounds, 1,000 three-pointers, passing Jason Tatum, and has done so the second fastest in terms of games played, passing Donovan Mitchell, uh, 410 games. So, salute to Trey on those accomplishments. And, uh, yeah, man. So, you know, shout out to Trey. What is up next for the Hawks? The next game is Wednesday. On Wednesday, they will have another home game. This is the, I believe this is the fifth. This is the last one in the homestand. Or let me see. They got, yeah, this is the last one in the homestand. They're going to be taking on the Orlando Magic. And I hope they got a nasty taste in their mouth for when they went down to Orlando and laid that egg in overtime. <laughs> so, uh, next game for the Hawks will be on Wednesday. So, they will have tomorrow off and they will take on the Magic at State Farm Arena. From there, they will take on the uh, Miami Heat in Miami and be back on Saturday. So, you have a back to back. Friday, Saturday. So the games this week are Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Friday. You're in Miami. You're flying back to take on the Cavs on Saturday. So we will see how that all ends out. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and, and being a part of the show. We appreciate you guys always, always, always. Uh, much love to you guys. Don't forget to connect with us on our social media platforms. Peace and love to Killer Mike. To Dr. Tommy Smith, to all the folks who participated in the Martin Luther King celebration today. And uh, shout out to the Hawks for getting that dub, man. <laughs> you dig? <laughs> shout out to you for listening to the podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L O B E love. We out. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.